1: Welcome to our first installment of On the Border. This is James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly. We have with us Todd Binsman, who has been doing amazing work from our southern border. If you go to the website, cis.org, which is the Center for Immigration Studies, you will find an article that Todd published, Mexico's duplicitous ant operation moved tens of thousands to U.S. border, sight unseen, and will again through 2022. Good morning, Todd, and welcome to the podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm actually on America's, what I call on America's other southern border today, which is the Guatemala-Mexico border.
1: Wow. Well, let us jump into, Todd, your latest reporting, because Americans have been told that the uh, the the plan that Donald Trump and his administration had in place, which is to remain in Mexico, is operational again, that that's back in place. Your reporting seems to indicate there's something going on here that most Americans are not aware of. Why don't you walk us through it?
0: Right. So... The border between Guatemala and Mexico is sort of a barometer of what's coming to our actual border, 1,500 miles to the north, and it is the spot where hundreds of thousands of migrants empty out from the migrant trails of Central America and beyond to South America And they are funneled through here because there's infrastructure here uh, in this spot in Tapachula, Mexico, that enables them to kind of survive and live and and enter into the road system here. The Biden administration understands this, the Trump administration, before it understood this. So uh, the Biden people have asked the Mexican government to slow roll the people coming through here. Block them up, turn some around, slow them down, make them get paperwork that never comes, and what happened is a uh, dam behind which 50,000 Haitians and Africans and Central Americans uh, pooled up uh, of you know maybe 50,000 uh, people in by December, and they became very restive, and the. They were uh, blocking roads and rioting and causing disruptions and uh, ruining the city. People couldn't go to work. They couldn't drive. And so the Mexican government figured that it had this deal with the Biden administration, but uh, they needed to get rid of all these people and move them north. So they came up with a scheme uh, that that would enable them to move 50,000 people to our border without anybody noticing. (laughs) <laughs> and they did it at the very tail end of December, right after Christmas, and in the early part of this month, they moved fifty thousand out. And the way they did it, uh, with what is with a uh, scheme that criminal smugglers use and call ant operations, which is yeah. to say that they call them ant. It's a, it's a Spanish language term.
1: Ant operations.
0: Uh, they use ant operations. Uh, that's what it's being called down here that the gu- Mexican government this time used an AMP operation, which is to break up the, the people into small trails of uh, small groups and individuals and, mo- and they moved them on buses, about 500 buses, I'm told. Uh, they moved them in an operation to 14 different Mexican states so that nobody would see the embarrassing, politically problematic clot of a caravan or a Del Rio migrant camp this time. Uh, They would be diffused and spread across the Mexican states to the north of here. And that's what they did. And sure enough, nobody noticed. There was no press outside of local Mexican media uh, in the United States. Um, um, uh, I'd be willing to bet that the Biden administration didn't even know about it because this would be a direct violation of the the deal that they have. And those people are now hitting the southern border in huge numbers, especially in Yuma and in the Rio Grande Valley. How do I know this? Because the way the Mexicans did it is they handed out something called QR code visas, which are a scannable uh, visa with a, a requirement that people report into the Mexican immigration offices in these different cities and, you know, wait there and live there. Right. Well, instead they didn't wait and live there. They, these QR code visas are being found all over the Rio Grande river bank in Texas.
1: Oh goodness. <laughs>
0: so, Yeah. So they're just, they use these to, just get over the southern border. they just get out of Tapachula. They were blocked here, and now they are there in the United States. And as I'm speaking, I'm in Tapachula, and I'm witnessing another huge buildup of migrants here. The Mexicans are back to uh, holding them back to requiring uh, visas and all this stuff that takes uh, months. And before another month or two is up, there'll be 30,000, 40,000 people jammed up here again. How do you think they're going to get rid of them? They're going to do this ant operation again and again and
1: again. Now, the Biden administration has to be aware that there are huge numbers now once again crossing our southern border.
0: Yes, they most certainly would know because... We, the the United States, keeps intelligence officers all over Latin America. We have ICE intelligence and CBP intelligence, the FBI, everybody's down here. And they're very well aware that there is a huge buildup of migrants in Colombia right now, 25,000. I was told yesterday in an interview with an Embero Indian chief who lives there and is a friend of mine. Yes, I have friends who are Embera Indian chiefs, <laughs> and I called him up and, and said what are you what are you seeing over there?" And he says, "Well, right now we're seeing twenty five thousand pooled up in on Colombia side of the Darien Gap. Those are going to be lots of Haitians and Africans, uh, people from all over the globe, middle easterners yemenis, Pakistanis, Bangladeshis uh Haitians, everybody coming through there and That 25000 would probably get here within the next uh, two weeks. The Mexicans will block them here, uh, requiring that they get papers. Uh, And uh, they'll be – they're already complaining. I mean, there's already five to ten. There's probably 10,000 immigrants in Tapachula right now who built up just in the last two weeks uh, after the QR codes. The QR code visas are over now. They're back to, to normal, quote-unquote. Uh, so there'll be 35, 40,000 people in this town within the next couple of weeks. Uh, the Mexicans think that nobody knows what they're going to do about it. But as I reported in CIS, uh, we know now, the public knows a little bit because of this report that I did. Nobody else has reported on this. But I'm pretty sure that American intelligence officials are well aware of what's coming. And they're also very well aware of how the Mexican government got rid of the the 50,000 it had bunched up here.
1: Now, one of the things that you did in an earlier report that got a lot of attention, so much so that there was pushback, quiet pushback from administration sources saying you got things wrong, which you did not get wrong, but they wanted to diffuse it was how all of this is being financed. How are people managing to come from Guatemala, from below Guatemala, and to stay with food, to have enough money to buy food, to have enough money to finance getting to the southern borders of the United States? I find it interesting that this is now not a low-tech operation. You mentioned uh, when you said Operation Ant is using these QR code visas as a holding mechanism, there is technology being deployed in place to deal with large numbers of people. Can you just go back and walk us through what you discovered about how these people are living as they come up through Central America to get to the United States? How is this being financed?
0: Yeah. Well, I I have part of uh, the answer. I mean, there is not there's not it's important to understand there's not one monolithic way that they do it. Everybody's everybody who comes here are coming from all parts of the world. Yesterday, I spent all morning long among three to five hundred African migrants that are here from Cameroon and from Nigeria, Senegal Angola, lots and lots of Angolans. I was surprised uh, from all over the the African continent, and they all have their own different ways of funding themselves. But uh, what I I think what you're referring to that was kind of uh, disputed a little bit, but not very effectively, was that the United Nations is right. all, has <clears throat> has stations all along the migrant trails from central america all the way to the to the texas border where they are handing out cash sustaining cash to uh migrants who qualify for it not everybody qualifies for it but certainly thousands and thousands qualify and are getting cash which is funded by the u.s taxpayer in part and uh i first Saw this happening in Reynosa, Mexico, which is right across from McAllen, Texas, and they were handing out debit cards with $400 on them for food, and you could use them. The migrants could use those. It was unrestricted, uh, except in the town, you could but you could buy clothing or food or whatever you needed in regular retail stores. And they're also handing out uh, rental assistance. And here in Tapachula, I went over to the United Nations building and sure enough, there were long snaking lines all around of migrants uh, coming in, waiting in line and applying for what they told me were the debit cards. Again, right here just yesterday, I took a photograph of a Honduran woman's debit card. I put it up on my Twitter dutifully uh, that. Debit card, by the way, if anybody tries to use it, is empty right now, so and 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 deleted, canceled, so nobody bothered trying that. but in any case, um you know, I interviewed one Haitian immigrant who was in line over there who was angry at the u n because they missed their payment. It's an automatic bank transfer that goes right onto his into his bank account here. And he was, he's been here a few months under this blockade, and they—and he, somehow he missed the QR code uh, rush, or he messed it up. So he's still stuck here, and he was mad. He was there to complain, where's my, where's my money? But all of these migrants are told up front when they, when they showed up that the UN, if you qualify, will give you money. Now, is it a huge amount of money, and does everybody get it? No, uh, The Honduran woman is probably getting, uh, she said she was getting about 2,500 pesos each month, which in Tapachula is enough to keep her and her kids in food and in a hotel for, for, for the month. It's pretty cheap lit to live here, cost of living wise. Uh, but if you have waste stations like this all along the route, uh, and you're just handing cash out like this, uh, there are Republicans who say, and I agree with them in this case, that that's material support for illegal immigration to our border. You're enabling. Yes, it, it is. You're assisting it. You're helping it. Clearly, you're, you're subsidizing it. it. Yes, You're subsidizing it. And that's with U.S. taxpayer money. And whether you agree with with it or not, it's certainly worth a public debate and discussion and public knowledge that it's happening. At the very least
1: so we have right now Todd thanks to your reporting what we know is as of today is that there is an quote-unquote ant operation where now we don't see the pictures but tens of thousands of people are moving through Central America they are reaching the United States of America we do not see the pictures because it is happening on hundreds of buses using a sophisticated qr code to move and traffic large numbers of people we also know that there is there are mechanisms of finance involved to help to help these tens of thousands of people sustain themselves on the journey to america and that in fact american taxpayers may be footing the bill for some of it would that be a correct Gosh. summarization
0: all of that. It was an excellent summarization. I would just add that uh, the reason that the Mexicans, the main reason why the Mexicans chose to do it this way to disperse them this way in these ant trails is because of the Del Rio migrant camp. They attempted, and that was in September, that was the first ant ant operation that they tried, but they botched it because they didn't disperse them widely enough and 17,000 Haitians all went to one place, Del Rio, Texas, and it created this huge political blot for the Biden administration and very expensive to clean up, I might add. And this time they fixed it so that uh, no Del Rio migrant camp could possibly develop because they're in 15 different States. You know, they're not going to, and there's no caravan for media to focus on. And so, the purpose of this is really to protect both governments politically the mexicans for letting thousands of uh immigrants through its border to our border nobody can complain if they don't know about it uh and the american government because they don't have to have a del rio migrant camp
1: amazing todd thank you for joining us we will look forward to hearing from you next week are you what are your well as much as you can safely tell us are you planning on staying in the Mexican area or uh, in Mexico or where are you where are you headed in coming weeks
0: yeah I, I'm gonna be here until Friday I'm in uh, Tapachula. there's still a lot of work to do uh, as I sit here on a street in my uh, rental truck I'm just I could count 40 or 50 immigrants just all around me, they're just the streets are filled with immigrants uh, moving and walking. They're everywhere. There's a lot of work to do here, and the way to follow my work is on uh, T. Bensman at Getter, G E T T R. That's the new social media, and also I'm posting on Twitter, and uh, so and then I've, I'm, I'm writing and publishing at CIS.org. Center for Immigration Studies. Oh, and don't forget I've got a book called America's covert border war about the national security threat that these routes are importing right through Tapachula too.
1: Amazing America's <clears throat> covert border war. Amazing reporting, Todd. Thank you. And we're going to continue these reports. And you just you are our eyes and our ears in Mexico. You know, at some point, Todd, maybe Uh, you'll be able to uh, record some of the immigrant voices, and we can hear from some of them ourselves.
0: I have a ton of collection, uh, collected recordings. Uh, A lot of them I'm posting on Twitter and Getter. Uh, You can see some of my recordings. If you just go to my feed, but I have a whole lot more that I just, you know, I haven't had a chance to deal with. And once I get back to civilization, I'll uh, you know, package it all up and try to figure a way to uh, post those two.
1: Wonderful. Well, we'll certainly be interested in, in in putting some of them on this podcast so our listeners can hear and see more of and have a bit deeper understanding of what's going on at the southern border. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it.
0: Tax day is coming. Oh no.